If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I pet it whenever we had a stressful situation because it calmed me down. Welcome to the Xbox Game Passengers Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Cranevelt, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Game Pass service, which was chosen for us completely at random. So whether it's a magical or a horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of each episode, we also randomly draw the game for the next show as well, so you always know what's coming up on the horizon. And every episode, I'm also joined by a sick new guest, or maybe old guest. Uh, this guest this week, uh, I don't know, he's been on like half the episodes at this point, so he's basically a co-host at this point. Uh, but it is my good friend, John. John, how are you doing today? Awesome. How are you? I'm doing very well. So last episode, we we drew this game. And by drew, I mean, I totally just picked it uh, Mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, Courtney and I, Courtney was my guest last week. We played some of the Hollow Knight Void Heart edition. I was playing on Xbox. She was playing on PC. So this is an interesting game. That is a uh, It's beautiful. Um, It's very, it's a very unique feeling um, and very challenging. It's very hard. hard. Yeah, I quit in frustration a number of times uh, playing yeah. that game. But uh, at that point, I was kind of figuring, you know, we, we randomly draw a game in the show, but that, you know, Blair Witch was coming out. I was really excited to play it. I was like, do I just play it outside of the show? Do I pretend that I randomly drew it? Because it'll be <laughs> out for a couple months by the time it actually releases anyways. And then I decided to just be straight up. And if there is a game that I really want to play that's coming out on Game Pass, uh, we're just going to do an episode for it. And, well, if you're uh, going to play it anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's my show. So, you know, yeah. who cares? <laughs> um, but also, I really wanted to do that one because I was really disappointed in your reaction to Alien Isolation. Yeah. And I was crying myself to sleep at night because I wanted to I just hear the terror in your voice and i did not and yeah uh, and you tricked me last time i was on well at that point i hadn't made the plan that like oh you know oh looky here here's another horror game just two weeks after the last one or whatever you know okay well it's (laughs) rather uh coincidental that very quickly after i agreed to play another horror game you decide to deliberately choose yeah well and it was like and it was like on the i was like commit commit right now you got to commit you didn't have any time to think about it and that said when i told you about it i was like you can say no but you said yes and i'm really glad you did uh so we're talking (laughs) about blair witch today do you want to start off with just telling us a little bit about the game 
Yes, so here's the uh, description. A young boy disappears in the Black Hills Forest near Burkittsville, Maryland. As Ellis, a former police officer with a troubled past, you join the search. What starts as an ordinary investigation soon turns into an endless nightmare as you confront your fears and the Blair Witch, a mysterious force that haunts the woods. Do you remember like much about the Blair Witch like when the first movie was coming out? Like, Do you remember how cool the marketing and stuff was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't, it was, we didn't have the internet as much then. So no, no, I was like, it was like 99, I think is when the first movie came out. Yeah. Which is when the internet was just kind of getting bigger. But anyways, yeah, I remember. And there was a lot of hype around it because Mm -hmm. it just looked like legitimate, right? It was like the first sort of found footage film. And yeah, yeah. And it looked real. Like it looked like the concept, obviously now <laughs> it's been done numerous times, uh, oh, but at the time yeah, I remember everyone thinking that it was like amazing because it was just so different looking and the idea of this feature mm-hmm. film. I, well, and it was like the f- it was like the first movie to have like that sort of insane marketing campaign. Like I remember seeing commercials on TV and it was like footage from inside the theaters and it was like people are passing out or having heart attacks or like something yes. like that. And I remember yeah. like I, I was like a nine, I was nine at the time if it was 99. So hopefully it was 99. Uh, and I was, I, I feel like I was at like in my uncle's house or something and I didn't have internet access at home and they had dial up obviously internet. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the commercial on TV and being, think like, like, Oh my God, is this real? Is this a real thing? Or which is real? Like, yeah. And, well, and that's I, what it was all kind of around. Totally. Totally. And I remember going to, I remember going to his house and going online and going to the Blair Witch website, uh, you know, AOL keyword Blair Witch, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, uh, looking it up. And I remember like, I, I don't remember, a, I feel like I don't remember a lot from being a kid. And I remember this so vividly because I was just terrified. But you go to the like official website or whatever, and it plays it out like it's a real thing too. Um, yeah, no, like they, it's all, they marketed it like it was real. Totally, totally. Like it's these files and these documents that I'm looking at and these like other videos uh, from in the forest. And you would wait like 10 minutes for like a five second video like clip in yeah. like 240p to probably less Which than that to load. Which looked creepy because it was horrible resolution. Totally, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just remember researching like kind of researching it while I was there and being so terrified. And, and I was, I thought that it was real for a long, you know, until I was old enough to realize that it was not. I'm assuming you didn't see it when you were nine though. I did not. No, I think no. I watched it. I did. I, I did see it on VHS was the first time that I saw it. So I must have still been fairly young. Um, yeah. But, but uh, no, I, I did not see it at that time. Uh, I don't know if I would have been able to watch it at that time. No. Um, do you, um, do you remember, watching it and like what you thought about it so i i so when i did finally see when i did see it it was you know i knew at that point that it wasn't real so so that aspect of the kind of horror was gone um and i think i didn't really appreciate it when i first saw it because i remember not really liking it and being like oh it was just a bunch of stupid shit in the forest and there wasn't even any like ghosts or anything and it wasn't even that scary uh but then i remember watching it years later and mm-hmm. loving it like uh, you know i got i started watching it I watched it years later, kind of when I was more a bit more into like film and stuff like that. And I was like, this is an incredible, like, this is an incredibly well done, mm-hmm. like, and, and, you know, like researching a little bit about how it's production and how little it costs and everything like that. And then I got super into it and I, I really yeah. did enjoy it. Yeah. No. So I, you've not, you have not seen it. I would guess. No, I would put I saw money it. on. You saw it. No, I saw, I saw it. It you, was huge. But you, you just talked like about scary how big things. It was. Well, I saw that movie. So uh, that's one of, I mean, that's the thing the one. with the, 
that yeah well that maybe that's what turned me off uh, horror <laughs> movies i definitely saw it um and i i really liked it at the time yeah. i i would have been uh 16 when it came out okay so you are not I, that much I, older than me yeah are we just discovering this? Unless I'm totally wrong about when it came out. I, anyways, go on. Okay. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, it and I, I remember really liking it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it was so different than anything because I didn't watch. Well, for me, I didn't watch horror movies. I still don't. Um, and so it was. It's from '99, so you are not 16 years old in '99. Okay, 15. No, like. <laughs> how Dude, old I know are the you? year Gosh. I was born. I was I was born in '84. So that that would be. I didn't. I thought you were like. I, I forgot how how old you were. I'm sorry. Are we are we still best friends? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. You know, it's just a little bit creepy now, but you know, the, the age gap though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I look young for my age. I mean, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I am. I'm definitely older than you. I have a 17 year old. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but anyway, uh, I remember. Liking that's why you it. always it was... ask for help with computers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the, uh, it was so different than anything I would have watched normally. And it was a different than anything that even had come out. I mean, like I said, since then, so many other found film movies have come out. I mean, obviously the biggest one's probably paranormal activity, sure. which I've also seen. Yeah. So I've definitely, you know, didn't I watch that with you? I think we may have actually seen that together. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I'm starting to realize there's a trend of you trying to, to submit me to <laughs> my fears of, of scary movies and games. Yeah. I'm just trying to get you, you know, get you over that, over it. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that uh, in relation to this game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, I, I loved it. And, and so when you asked me, I definitely wanted to play it. And I had seen the trailer with you when we watched the E3, um, trailers. Right, Cause it, it was announced and it debuted during Microsoft's press conference and it was announced yes. as a game pass game. Yes. And it did look really good in the trailer. Like it looked, mm-hmm. it was, it's a good trailer. It's really enticing. And so, yeah, that's why I said yes. And obviously, uh, the excuse to play it for the podcast kind of, uh, <laughs> makes, makes me, uh, more likely to play it. I, sure. I, I would I would have never played it had I not said yes to the podcast. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I got a little ways in to the game. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as like a couple of spooky things started happening, I just like got a big smile. And not because I like not because I was particularly affected by it, because I was like, John's gonna lose his shit. And that brought me yeah. the most joy that I've felt in a while. And like the whole time you're playing, you're just like Yeah, like <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait till John gets to this extra. part. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, I mean, now that I've said that, tell me, tell me about it. Yeah, it was definitely, I would have never played it had it not been for the podcast. So how, if you weren't playing it for the podcast, how far in would you, so say, say you decided to play it, how, how far oh, in do you get before you turn it off and never go, never look back? 30, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know what the thing is for me? Um, like I actually didn't find the game particularly scary like okay. scary scary is a funny word like you're well as an adult you're never truly going to be i guess scared in the sense of you know when you're a kid and you like legitimately are fearful for something like because you know like what's what can exist and what well can't it's a video type game thing. And you know that yeah, right yeah, yeah so i was never scared but i will say and this is why i don't like these games or, or movies like this I get physically uncomfortable with the suspense, uh-huh. with the stress of games like this. Sure. And when I say physically uncomfortable, like, if it You're almost feels like I have a like, fever. Really? Yeah. 
Like I, 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 I is that the is I that get, the goal though? Is that the point? I, I mean, if it is, I don't know why people would subject themselves yeah, to that feeling true. for a, a long period of time. Yeah. Because like when I like when I play a video game, I want to be relaxing, you know, it's it, or mm-hmm. or enjoying the experience, thinking right. this is fun. And in a game like this, you're never thinking this is relaxing. This is fun. You're just not. And like again, when I speak to physical discomfort, like I feel like I I literally have the chills. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe maybe that is the goal. I don't do you feel like that when you play games like this? I that's a good question. I feel like not I don't know. I I get uncomfortable absolutely and I feel like in moments where they're super uncomfortable like I feel like these this type of game I pause it a lot. Like if something mm. jumps out at me or something something really gets me Take a breather. like I instantly have to pause the game and just like I, I almost like freak out, pause the game, laugh at myself and kind of kind of come down from that and then and then jump back into it and i but i pause i feel like i pause pretty frequently i definitely took a lot of breaks like i played this in like 20 to 30 minute increments sure so um and but i mean maybe like you said maybe that the goal is to be uncomfortable i just would never choose to sit through the eight hours it took me um mm-hmm. in total to play this game now, I, I just want to add to this. I actually enjoyed the game. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. I thought the game was well done, and I'm glad I played it. But I would have normally never totally. felt like it. You would have never got time. to the, you would have never had the opportunity to experience it because you wouldn't no. have. Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, in you know, and, and uh, maybe the goal is to make you feel uncomfortable. And if it is, well, good job, because I felt mm-hmm. uncomfortable the entire time. And there's definitely jump scares, and they make you even extra uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I Again, it's just it's a it legitimately recreates like an emotional stress, and to yeah, me, yeah. that's just defeats the purpose of playing a video game. <laughs> yep, <laughs> or no, watching a movie uh, for that matter. You know? Yeah, no, I mean it's it makes sense, and and that, like it's a good point too. I don't know why. Like I, I like horror movies. Well, you watch them by choice all the time, right? I watch them by choice quite regularly, and I mean a lot. Like that said, the genre generally the movies are very bad, and yeah. a lot of the time it's like, and, and I mean that just makes it that much more effective when a good one comes out, but you know, half the time it's like I'm at the movie theater which I go to a lot, and I see a trailer mm-hmm. for something, and I'm like, that looks horrible like I cannot wait to watch this because it looks so bad, and, 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 and I think what are that you getting I, out of it? I don't know I like, that's a, I, I don't know like I feel like it's you're the, watching the bad a shitty movie <laughs> <laughs> the bats and it which is true because we're in a time when there's like there's never been more excellent tv coming out there's never yeah. been so much video game content coming out and i'm yeah. like this movie's got 10 percent on rotten tomatoes let's go like <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I don't understand it but i get a lot of enjoyment out of a lot of those bad movies too do you ever feel that discomfort like that sort of in certain, certain like movie wise i don't know feverish like definitely like kind of you know like clammy hands and like i can feel you know my heart beating at certain moments and um you know maybe like like a, an uncomfortable sweat at times type yeah. thing and as i describe it more and more i'm like why do why do people do this like it totally <laughs> yeah i'm just smart and i'm just like realizing that's stupid you've ascended beyond too. yeah yes <laughs> um yeah. i do want to say uh, it was definitely much worse than Alien Isolation. I know your goal was to okay, yep. to up up the level. Was it was definitely goal. I don't I didn't feel that level of uh, uncomfortableness during Alien mm-hmm. Isolation at mm-hmm. all. And I feel like it was interesting because talking to you, I feel like I 
in playing Alien Isolation, I didn't realize how not as scary it was until mm-hmm. you kind of described it as like, you know, I'm like, it, it's not really surprising you. Like you you kind of always have an awareness to this thing. Like yeah. it has a very good atmosphere and everything like that, but it's not necessarily a scary atmosphere. Whereas at this, I would say the atmosphere was pretty terrifying. Yeah, it was, and, it was pretty and, scary. And, on a, and you could be surprised at any time. Totally, yeah. And in thinking back to to playing this game, for instance, I feel like a lot of it, and it, and it was definitely an aspect that was missing from Alien Isolation, but a lot of it is the the fear of, like, it, you're just as scared of what's not there as what mm-hmm. is there, for instance. Like, like I'm wandering around through this forest, and, and there's creepy noises and shit, and I'm, like, slowly progressing forward because I think something's going to be there, and 99 out of 100 time there is not. Um, and that just makes that yes. one that one out of 100 time that much more, that much bigger at that point. Well, and just the environment dynamic with the forest and using your flashlight, which was mm. like the graphics we haven't talked about, but I, the environment in particular was very good and the way that the yeah. lighting and everything works. Yes. And it just, it felt very, cause you can, you not only are you in this creepy environment, but you can only see parts of it at a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the so, darkness yeah, it, felt dark. And, yes. and sometimes, sometimes it doesn't feel like, like there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of times I'm playing a game and it's like, oh, you can take out your torch. And it's like, yeah, but why? Like, I can see everything. Yeah. Oh, like, and this thing, did not feel like that. No. And the other, well, it was like the type of game where there's like kind of a midpoint where it's day again. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that was just like, oh, fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whew. Like, it was just like huge relief. Because sure. like you just feel like as soon as it's daytime and you don't have to use a flashlight and all that stuff, it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's I like even now talking about it, I'm just like, oh man, that was <laughs> a very good moment in the game. But um, you, I have to say too, one thing I want to add in is you have this funny thing where you sit like, I don't know if you ever talked about this on the podcast, but you sit <laughs> I have like not, no. two or three feet away from the TV, it oh, seems so like. Oh, so close. Like, yeah. yeah. And, um, you've been obviously to my house and, um, my TV and your TV are the same size, but I sit like my living room's just a little longer. So the TV doesn't even look that big. So when I played this game, I will say so that, you know, what I was experiencing, I sat three feet away from the TV. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, yeah. And I, and I, um, that being said too, I I played a little bit with no headphones. And as we discussed last time, this type of game is just immensely better with headphones. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I, again, it was circumstantial. I had people in the room and, you know, but still wanted to play a bit. So yeah, yeah. Um, I played with the the sound system. It is funny, like having, this is now the second time um, we've discussed this, but like headphones are surprisingly better for games. I would have. I was never, I wasn't like, how long have gaming headsets been a thing? And I, I, don't, I have don't. owned them and never really yeah. felt truly like, like bought into them until this yeah. last one that I bought. I, I totally agree. Yeah, and now I'm in. I'll be in situations where, like, you know, most of the time I don't need to wear a headset, but almost mm-hmm. all of the time when I'm playing a game, I'm wearing a headset. At this point, like, it just sounds amazing. And I've always been someone that I have. I've always had a really good sound system. Yeah, for yeah. as long as I, you know, f- and usually surround sound. And honestly, I because you just I don't know marketing made me feel like that was superior because you can go out. I mean, our headsets were what 150 bucks. I think I got mine on sale for 100 bucks. Canadian. Yeah. yeah. So you just I I don't know. I think it's 
natural to think that's not going to be as good, but it's actually superior to a mm-hmm. high-end sound system. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's just that you're just so much more immersed in, in the, at least with a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you're playing something like Rocket League or something, it doesn't really matter. I, I think part of it is because I think you're, because you're so close to the sound that even the, the like quietest things that might, you might miss otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, they're just right there. Yeah, it's it's got to be a part of it, and the surround because you're right within, like it, it, you know, and and even this game, like it gives you kind of a message at the start, like that it uses the like binaural audio type yes. thing, so it recommends headphones because it's the soundscape is designed for being right at your ears and not on this giant sound system type thing. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, so that was how I played. I had for most of it had headphones on, and I was sitting like three feet away from the mm-hmm. TV, which was awesome. Like I have also have to give you credit cause it was way better sitting that close. <laughs> the TV looks significantly better. Right. Well, and I think, and you're just like inside of it. Yeah. And it's 4k now. So it still looks nice and sharp. And yeah. So what did you, what did you think about the overall game? You haven't really said your th- thoughts on the game itself. I really liked it. It's uh, I, I mean, in terms of like the, just the way the game kind of, goes you you're essentially this like ex-detective ex-cop guy with like a troubled past um as you described in yes, the literal as the description the says <laughs> which i now realize but uh you know that's a, it's the simplest answer is usually the right one right mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's neat because i feel like you it's different in regards to like, like I feel like in the, in any of the Blair Witch movies, like you don't really get much of a sense for who the characters are outside of this situation. And also, also in like, you know, any of the three movies, like the, the witch or the presence or whatnot, it doesn't really use the characters like past as like the means to kind of make them go crazy or whatever. And, but in this, like you, you know, you are this character, you need to to understand the character and and the way that they tick and everything like that. And I think it it brought that in and did a pretty good job with all of that because you are, you know, I I think the game is set in about the year 2000. Like you have a little Nokia candy bar Mm -hmm. uh, phone and you can, you get messages here in there and you can kind of look back on the past messages see like oh, okay he's got a life outside of this when the game started and and you you drive up to the forest and uh you can you get calls from like your estranged ex-wife and and as the game progresses you kind of learn sort of what happened and why mm-hmm. they are no longer together potentially and uh why neither of them are kind of over that like you you get a lot of context into the characters and i thought that was super interesting you have a dog with you for for the game and uh that i thought that was really cool and and in in starting the game, you know, it's like you're in this big forest. Like, how how do you make it? You know, obviously there's a path to go on, and mm-hmm. how do you make it feel like it's a big open forest, but that you you are going in the right direction or whatever? And I felt like generally they use the dog to to a good means for that. Like I could send the dog to seek for something, and it would kind of lead me in the right direction. Or at certain times it would kind of run off, and I would kind of chase after it, and that would kind of lead me in the right way. And I I thought that all of that worked quite well. I think my only main issues at all, uh, like it, it's an interesting game and, and Bloober team, the developer is, I, I, I feel like all of their games are like this, but they, there, there are aspects of them that look absolutely phenomenal. Like you talk about how good the lighting and stuff is. And then there mm-hmm. are like, some of it looks like last gen type thing. Like it's a weird yeah. conjunction of, of really good looking and really bad looking stuff. Um, but also they, yeah. What's that? I, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because I, you know, I'm writing my notes and I, I kind of wanted to write, you know, I always write like what I think, think of the graphics or whatever. Sure, totally. And this was a really hard game to gauge on the graphics I found because aspects of it looked really good. And then other aspects like 
the character's not good. Like mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I found there was definitely areas where it was like, is this like, like a new game? Like it's exactly <laughs> what you said. Like even yeah. the dog wasn't great. But, but at times I thought it could be. And then it would go all like janky and weird and like it the animations would walk weird would go all, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so maybe unpolished is is the right term type thing because because the aspect like scenes and aspects and you know you talk about the trailer like the trailer is like oh my god this game is gorgeous graphics and then yeah. pieces of it did feel like that but uh, pieces of it definitely did not as well at the same time. Um, I definitely had some performance issues right off the bat as well, uh, like weird choppiness in some of. Hmm. Did you did you find this like choppiness in some of the opening cutscenes and and especially like the I think the area I noticed it the most is uh, when you first kind of enter the forest area and you get to the police cars um, and you're picking up the radio and stuff like that like really before you even start anything i thought that it performed very poorly at that point oh, uh I and then that kind of have any issues mm, okay and then that kind of went away after afterwards as well like i i feel like I, I it was one of the first notes that i wrote down and then i didn't really notice it too much more otherwise except except potentially when there's a lot of stuff happening on screen mm-hmm. um But I loved like a lot of the, you know, you're isolated, you feel alone, but you also have this, you know, there's this banter between the people in the search party and the radio. And it kind of, it it makes you feel like even you're, though you're alone, it makes you feel like you're a part of something and and it kind of, it's entertaining and it kind of adds like a a real feeling to this. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there are other people out in this forest and, and everything like that. Yeah, like like how did what did you think of the start of the game? I thought that the start was kind of pace. It felt slow, and I felt like I wasn't super into it. And then probably about an hour to two hours in, then it started kind of really picking up. And, and then towards the end, I thought the last couple of hours was just phenomenal and, and terrifying. Actually, I mean, I I liked the game. I thought the pacing was okay. I actually, I noted that I thought the pacing at the very end was too slow. Oh, really? So, well, just I don't know how much we want to say about the end of the game, but. The, the end part, I just, there was definitely times where I was like, I mean, maybe because I was uncomfortable. I was like, really, is this still going? <laughs> I just want it to be over. Yeah. Can we just wrap this up now? Because um, it definitely felt like an end game moment, uh, right. but it just seemed to go on and on and on. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to. I don't know if, how much spoiler type. Well, I would, why don't we say right now, like, let's just say you know, in terms of Blair Witch, is it a must play for you? Is it a give it a shot? Is it a skip? And then after that, we'll jump into spoilers and just say whatever we want to say. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for me, if you enjoy this type of game, for sure, I I don't normally enjoy this kind of game and I still really enjoy playing it. So Mm -hmm. I I guess that would make it a must play. Yeah. I would think, I think that for me, I do like scary games and I play them fairly regularly. And I think that this is a must play for me too. I think that it tells kind of a, it tells a really neat, it tells a really interesting and tightly wound story. And I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. Um, it does have some performance issues and some glitchiness here and there, but I, I, it, I didn't think it took away too much from the overall feeling that the game gave me. And I thought that the last like couple of hours of the game, like it felt like a different game almost. And I, yes. and I thought that it was just super intense uh, for that last, that, that last chunk of the game. Yeah. I think that it's a must play. It's also a short game. Um, you know, I took about five to six hours. You took about eight hours and, and it's one of the type of games you, I mean, there are multiple endings and there are certain choices that you can make that can affect those endings but uh, it's also the type of game that you can jump through in just a few sittings and and then move on and Mm -hmm. i love short games because you know i don't have a lot of time for games and when i do the games that i play are kind of directed by this podcast so something i could finish quickly and and capture the whole experience in is something i'm definitely down for so it's a must play for me also and you talk about the end of the game i think this game what i liked about it 
was it definitely created uh, a feeling of intensity that you don't experience in games very often. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and obviously I was uncomfortable at times, but there was definitely uh, uh, an intensity that was very cool and, and very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. And it's, it, there's neat. I just want to, I'll, t- I'll say this and then we'll kind of get into spoilers. Um, so you're safe still if you have not played yes. the game. But uh, the the first time that you see like a monster in the forest, um, I thought that it was like I was like, what the fuck is that? And I yeah. was like super creeped out, and I was like, I don't want to walk towards this thing. Yeah. And I thought it was super freaky. But and then it like they don't like light, and they only come out in the night, so they can pretty easily be defeated by by your flashlight, uh, which I think kind of is neat because it's not like you, you know you don't really have it's a supernatural force you can't really combat it, but your your light will make them disappear sort of thing um and and it's kind of neat because you can't always see them they're kind of like you, you know you'll catch a, a like a something just whipping by the corner of your eye type thing as it kind of hides behind trees to get closer to you and and the main way that you know that they're around is that the dog is barking and, and kind of pointing in the direction that it's there um but after a few times i felt like that they the tense like how tense it was and how scary those moments were kind of disappeared because they're, you just shine your flashlight at them for a second and then they die. So yeah. I thought it went from really effective and really spooky to like, Oh, it's just more of these things like very quickly. But they did a good job in the fact that later on in the game, you can't use that same methodology. That's to true. Get around yes, them. that's true. That is true. So from here on out, let's talk yeah. about spoilers. So sure. if you've not played the game yet, you probably want to stop listening. Uh, and you know, come back, back to the last 10 it. minutes. And if you want to hear us, what we're, you know, what we're playing on the next yeah. episode, but yes, I, that is a good point that I didn't think of, uh, you know, partway through the game, your flashlight gets broken and you, you, you're using uh, the camera. The camera was a cool aspect. Actually. I thought overall, yeah. like the fact that you would find these tapes, which kind of showed you kind of what the kid you're trying to find might be up to and, and various other things. But the fact that you could use the certain tapes to affect things in the environment, environment i thought was pretty neat yeah that was cool and the fact that they make you not look at the enemy um (laughs) as a means of getting around it yeah um was very interesting because you're you're freaked out by it and it almost adds to the freakiness that you're forced to not engage it and not oh uh, totally yeah like you don't have there's no there's it's like a no-win scenario like yeah to just just hope that you don't See get seen by it or, or that you don't get it. too close to it yeah. or see it. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're dead if you do. Yeah. So that, and now that we're talking freely without uh, spoiling yeah. it for anyone, the end of the game, when you're in that, the final house. Yeah. I just thought that was a bit long. I felt like it, but it was so scary. I it thought. was. Yeah. Like, I, maybe that's like why it, I thought it was too long. Cause I was just, uh, uncomfortable the whole time <laughs> yeah like as soon as you as soon as you kind of get into the house and i'm like and 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 it's just so neatly done like the fact that like okay here's the path but now i turn around and and the area i just came through is completely different yeah. um like i thought that was really really well done and kind of like puzzling as to like oh like where am i actually supposed to go what is what is real at that point really right yeah oh you you're definitely asking yourself that a lot totally yeah and that the and and you know the witch is fucking with your mind and is like like into you know you're seeing flashbacks of your time in the army and, and essentially your character screwed something up and got a lot of people killed and now he's uh, significantly severely depressed from it and you know it's caused the, his relationships since then to crumble and all of that sort of thing and um, yeah I know there's a lot of I, I felt like there was a lot of gravity towards the character and what they had mm-hmm. been through and I thought that was really interesting but the the house I thought was so it was to the point where like at times because you're it, it's again one of those things where 
you're walking and you're walking and you're walking and you're expecting things to happen and, and then maybe they don't. And then you're like, okay, well, there's definitely something through that door. So like yeah. at times I would just kind of like sprint through the door to like trigger, try to trigger if, you know, if there's something scripted here, like yes. let's, let's trigger it. Like, let's get it over with. Like, let's just sprint through. And, and, and I found that I was kind of sprinting my way through the house a lot of it just to try to trigger whatever might come at me. Cause it was oh. freaky as hell. Well, maybe that's why mine took longer. Cause I was probably going <laughs> maybe. The, the opposite of, approach, which is, yeah, I'll just slowly creep my way through. And yeah, so maybe yeah. it took longer. Maybe. Yeah. And, but yeah, the, the, you talking about like, cause at that point too, you're like, she's messing with you so much and there's just constant whispers in your ear. And, yes. you know, at those moments where it's like, oh, if you like there, you can see kind of an, like, it's very dark. You're, you kind of have a, like a night vision y type supernatural vision on your damaged camera at this point and you can kind of see like okay down this way there's a bad guy like that's what i can see on this camera but you get a warning that like if you look at it you're you'll die and so it kind of tells you to to um like the, the, the sort of bad guy who's on the radio at this point he tells you to look look down and follow this path and as you get closer and closer to this monster which you basically have to get very close to to, to progress your your mind is messing up so that your vision and everything is shaking and it's going all crazy i thought those moments were so yes. tense. Well, and um, and that was end, why I was like, I can't wait till John plays this part. Yeah. Well, in the <laughs> end, when you're in that rock pathway carrying your dog. Oh yes. What happened for you there? Did you let the dog go? Can you let the dog go? I don't know. It, there, you had an option to put the dog down. Oh, I never. No, I did not put the dog down. No, I was like, I'm taking this dog with me to the end. You, you touched on the fact that the endings are varied depending on what you choose in the game. Yes. Did you do any reading on how the endings change? I did do a bit of reading, and it seems like it's very much like a, a, probably something that you have to play through multiple times. Um, yeah, it also in order doesn't to get those because yeah, it also doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I mean, it, it seems like it kind of changes a bit. Like no, I, I assume you probably got the same ending as me, where you kind of become Carver. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but in the other one, you don't become Carver, right? Well, there's technically four endings. They advertise it mm-hmm. as four endings. And yeah. the only variance uh, between two of them is how the dog reacts when you see it at the end. Right. And I just think it's a little bit too... Like, that could be based on, like, one thing in the game, you know? Is, is yeah, like, it seems like it's, like, based on whether, like, there's the kind of uh, idols that you find, whether you pick those up affects it, and the the little, like, hangy things in the trees if you, you break, break those, yeah. that affects the ending. And if you kill like, the forest things versus just wa- just like avoiding them. and I, I guess when I hear varied endings, I expect there to be a little bit more difference in the endings. Like they're oh, like, totally. oh, yeah. You know, I read, a, I read an article about, you know, from one of the creators and, you know, they're talking about how, oh, you know, we really wanted to build replayability into the game. So, sure. that, you know, we, we gave you four different endings and it's like, sure. Dude, the endings are it's very basically the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and it's and, and especially in a game like like having multiple endings is great. But when you're like like when you hit that new game button and it's like this game judges you and it'll make you know your choices matter and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And and for a lot of it, like at the you know the first time you're playing through and and you come across one of those hangy things in the tree and your dog doesn't like it, like there's no choice. Like obviously I'm gonna break this thing. I think I'm supposed to break this thing. Yeah, but you're that's not be the like, thing. You that know what? I'm just gonna not right. Like like sorry, you're uncomfortable. Dog. Dog, but this tree hanging thing not to mention know. it literally so shows the shortcut like pull the right trigger to break yeah oh there's a shortcut yeah you just pull the right trigger to break those things but you have to like grab it first right yeah yeah but once oh, you okay, grab yeah, it yeah. it tells you then on the you, bottom yeah, yeah. hey pull the right trigger to break it like the first time you see that aren't you gonna be like okay 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It feels like a tutorial. Like, yeah. You're. All, it's uh, just telling you how to press the button to break. So it. that's why you have to replay. So the next time yeah. you know that something. And you're yeah. It was. It feels very different. gimmicky for sure. As I feel like a lot of games that do this multiple anything thing does, or it's like a lot of them. It's like, oh, the last choice you make in the game is the only one that actually matters, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's like I w- I wouldn't replay this game probably. Th- no. That said, I did I did very much enjoy it, and I'm very glad I played it. I don't think I would replay it though. No, because the story's not going to change at all. No, exactly. Well, and it's it's it is like the ending where you become the Carver character it is very interesting though, because yeah. part of I don't know if you remember from watching Blair Witch, but part of it is that like you the the people in the forest lose time essentially. And and, and, you know, get to the point where, like, like I think in the – they did a kind of a reboot a few years ago. And I think in the reboot, like, like they were, like, seeing people that ha- were, like, years later type thing. Like, time goes, goes crazy. So, I, in that, I think that you're kind of, like, it's this loop, essentially, and you're seeing yourself – as but you don't know that you're yourself like it's kind of this weird messy yeah. uh time travel type thing that you don't realize until you see that ending yeah so they had the time aspects which i found confusing because you're still able to call and talk to your ex-wife like i found that a little bit like how mm. does that work like how are you calling and speaking to someone who theoretically is fine um like are you really talking to her or is that in your head yeah i don't know that, and that that could be it too is it could just all be part of it messing with you and at times yeah. you would like there was a couple times where i feel like i got like fake calls from her and it was like you know this is why well and there was calls coming in that were and messages coming in when there was no signal or anything yes like that too, and from yeah. from the you know the blair witch or whatever messing with you and telling you know some i, I forget like some of the voicemails are like you know basically just insulting you which I thought was a very interesting yeah. d- dynamic. But, um, yeah, and I, the other thing was uh, the supernatural aspect of it was just a little bit. Like, the time travel thing was interesting, but then you, you touched on it earlier, but these tapes where you can modify the real world in relation to tapes. And I there's never an explanation for why that is. It's just kind of a weird connection to the environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it, it makes for a cool gameplay dynamic, but yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There is not really an explanation at all aside from it's like cool. Um, which, uh, you know, it's, and it's like this cool kind of slightly puzzly element. That's you not think of very the puzzly, but, uh, I thought that they were, they were very basic. Like I can't recall any that actually puzzled to me. Did, was there, was there anything that was, um, I thought they were a decent level of like, they kept me engaged. I mean, um, I never really got stumped. No, yeah, they were, yeah, I felt like they were engaging enough, but it didn't feel, it wasn't like hard or anything like that, which is like fine because that's not the point of the game and and you're, you know, trying to move on through this area. And if it's like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, unlock this lock, but there's all these things coming at me. Like, what was the creepiest moment for you in the game? Oh, that's a good, I think that the, I, I had actually, I know my creepiest moment, like (laughs) without even having to think about it. So you go first. Tell me your creepiest moment. Okay, but you can't steal it though. No, I'm not going to, I mean, okay. I don't know. Unless like, I have one written down and then I have a couple other things. Okay. But go ahead. Yeah. My moment where I was like legit, like, oh fuck, was uh, when you come up on the saw hill, the sawmill. Yep. And you see the dude in the window. Oh, okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was just like, because it's like the first time you, you see, see else, really. the bad guy, quote, yeah. quote unquote, the bad guy, and he's in that building. And then for the next like five to 10 minutes, you're kind of trying to figure out how to get up to him, which at the same mm-hmm. time, like, but why do I want to do that? He, I just saw him <laughs> kill someone, 
You know, yeah. like what is going to happen? And it's like in that what? one room, there's like blood dripping from the floor above. Yes. Yeah. And I just remember, and like, you know, it's him and you see it. And again, it, you, you've played this whole game for like, I don't know, three or four hours at this point sure. and you haven't seen anyone. And then you see this guy looking at you and then he turns around. And I, I just remember being like, fuck, geez. Like that just creeped <laughs> me the fuck out. Like, yeah, yeah. That was like legit creepy to me. And then like, you have to, again, try and get into there. And I was just like, but I don't, I, why, why would this person want to go in there anyway? What about Didn't, you? Cause it's, they were trying to, they, you were trying to get something from the sawmill, weren't you? Um, you had just heard that there was some relation to, I think that guy and the sawmill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't recall sense. exactly what it was, uh, but that's, that's yeah, why I don't going quite there. remember either. Um, and it took a while to get there too. So, cause you're yeah. having to figure it like, like you're on this little like tram car type thing and you yeah, had to like clear cool, the eh? path to it. And yeah, I thought that yeah. that was pretty good. And it was, uh, it was a good way of like, like it felt neat because you're like, Oh, the, like the mill is right there. Like I can basically see it from here, but I, there's no way I can get there without going mm-hmm. to this other kind of rigmarole, which was neat. But those, those belief things were kind of weird though. I noted that as the one part of the game I thought was stupid. Like they don't, they don't <laughs> even make basically sense. basically these little leaf tornadoes that attack yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. They're like, like weird, like spirits in the leaves creating this but sort you, of, you don't like see saw blade. Like it's leaf. just like a, no, no, it's just no. leaves spinning around and making lots yeah. of racket. Razor I thought leaf. that was weird. Saw yeah, blades. it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like those. I thought they, they look, again, that was one of those things. They just look stupid too. Yeah. They did not look that. No, cool. they didn't look good. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. And yeah, they stuck out from the environment. Like the, everything else in those parts looked good. Cause yes. like, I remember that part. That was being one of really those things. Tense. That was one of those points where it's like, this environment looks really good, but this thing that's happening in it does not. Yes, exactly. And you like, you're, you're in that tense part where you're like running and it, you know, you're hearing the, the war sounds and everything. And then there, you oh, see, yeah. every, every once in a while, you see one of these stupid leaf things. And I'm just yeah. like, well, and I didn't know, cause I died a couple of times in that chunk and I didn't know it's like, could, can they only go in the leaves? Like, is it, am I supposed to be running to the next patch of land? Yeah. And, and that I think is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah, never quite I didn't sure. I, yeah. Okay. I, didn't I died a couple of times. And I think it's because I was just kind of sprinting through the leaves. And oh, then yeah. once and I'm like, oh, maybe actually running on these things, that's when it kind of got easier. But but definitely an example of the part of the game where it's like, could they not have tried a little harder on those? Totally. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I totally agree on that. I think for me, I, it's tough Like because there was a few moments. I remember specific moments where... I was like, ah, like, like yelled, jumped, paused, had to calm down. But I don't specifically remember what those moments were. Hmm. Um, oh, one time in the house, I think it's shortly after you get in the house mm-hmm. and the house is very, you know, the, it's very like these pathways are very small. Like it's dark. You don't really know what you're kind of going towards. And at one point it's like, you're walking forward and there's a window and then the window is like at a corner. So you have to basically turn. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the window, something bursts through it. Do you remember mm. that? No. No? Yeah, like it's like an actual creature of sorts. And I'm not sure I, I'm not sure if it was one of like the forest things or what, but then it then you kind of flash and it disappears and it's just a broken window at that point. But um hmm, I don't remember that. But it made me jump pretty yeah, pretty significantly. It was in the house. it was pretty early on in the house. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then earlier there's a time it's not like a it, it's not like a it, it's not anything that nothing really that scary ended up happening, but pr- kind of probably around the midway point of the game, you're like trapped in a cave and I think it's after you like slide down the hill or something uh and your only option is to move forward like there's no like like there's no other option and you hear this like creepy voice in the distance and this debris and stuff all keeps Mm, falling from the ceiling at certain points and i just thought it was like this moment where like it was this great moment where you'd feel 
truly, totally helpless. Like I've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The only way to go is forward. And you, you know, like I believe completely I'm walking towards something terrible, but it's either I do that or I just die here type thing. Yeah. I just thought that segment was incredibly effective. Um, And like the whisper, I can't remember what it was whispering, but I was like, that is really mean. Like you're being so mean Blair Witch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I don't remember what she was saying, but it was, I thought that was very spooky as well. Yeah, yeah uh, that was a good spot. Yeah, I I'm so glad you were scared. I was. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> and but I I thought that the house once I got in the house, I thought the house was significantly scarier than anything else in the game. Did you not? Did you not feel like that? No, I thought the whole game was scary. <laughs> like the whole, I, I I don't think my level of discomfort was any higher. I mean, okay. I was I just found the whole thing. There were parts that I felt a little less uncomfortable. I guess. Um, Obviously, the cutscenes were fine, and um, that part with the leaf things I, again, it, it mm. kind of just took me out of it. It wasn't sure. It really wasn't because the area is kind of open and wide at the same time as well. It is, yeah. And um, you know, it's not it's not dark at that time really either in the game. No, no. so yeah. that part so you was, can see a lot at that. point. Yeah, you can see a lot, and so I didn't find that part that creepy, but. Um, the sawmill and going through the woods and all those kind of things felt just as creepy to mm-hmm. me. Um, I thought that part with the, like when your camera first kind of gets messed up and, and Carver is telling you like, Oh, like don't go that way. And he's, he's oh, guiding you part? essentially like, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like, Oh, turn a bit creepy. to the left. And yeah. Yeah. I thought that, that was really neat. That was good. Yeah. What else was Were that? you sad when the yeah. dog died? And the, but yeah. What's that? Were you sad when the dog died? Uh, yes. Yes. I did not. I didn't think that they would go there. Well, actually the dog didn't die. Oh, no, no, that's true. You just thought it was yeah. dead because yeah. Carver tells you it's dead. Yeah. But then, but then he didn't recognize me at the end. Oh, that means you were mean to the dog. I wasn't you mean to as the nice. dog. My, my dog, uh, I, my dog did recognize me. Oh, really? I, you know what? I only fed the dog one treat. How much did you pet it? I pet it quite regularly. I pet it whenever we had a stressful situation because it calmed oh. me down. Yeah. Cause I, when I like whatever happens and he's now this like Carver guy, yeah. the dog kind of runs up and just kind of like whimpers and then runs away. I think the dog, the, well, the dog leaves in both scenarios. So maybe oh. we're thinking of the same thing. So what happened for you? Like, did, uh, what the happened dog for you can then? actually not come up to you. I, I watched a video of it. So the dog can has, has the, uh, if you're not as nice enough to the dog, the dog won't even right. come up to you. Like how far away is it? I don't think it came up to me. I think it was like, it just walks, you just see it walk away. away. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll need to look at them. I'll need to look at the options. Um, either way, the dog leaves. Um, yeah. There is one ending where the dog stays. But it's the ending where you don't turn into the bad guy. I, what, I wonder what happens after that. Like, I think you know, it's this, It doesn't... But I just mean, like, like storyline-wise. Like, you still die. Yeah, yeah. You still die. You just don't oh, turn into the bad you're guy. you're just not Because he stabs by... you right before that. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess you're just not, like, trapped by her at that point. Exactly. So in, that, in that sense, you've beaten the witch type yes. thing. Which, it's what I was, that's what I was wondering. Just by not pressing like, the trigger button. You know, by not when you pressing see, the trigger when you, button. When you see the... Uh, Blair Witch things just don't press the trigger button. Oh, like they tell you to. That's all that you know. If only those kids in the woods could have listened to that, I know. they would have been fine. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have like like playing this for instance? Because I, I feel like the Blair Witch like like mythology is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel like you have any uh, inkling to revisit the series of movies? Um. I mean, I think I would re like like look, to watch the first one again. Anyways, sure. Um. Just because it's like I don't think say uh, my fiance has seen it um no and uh, watch it with it, your kids your kids are old well i haven't brought this up but my daughter autumn is playing the game 
Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. She, In fact, she was playing when I started recording with yeah. you today. And Is she finding it quite scary? No. No? No. Well, she said there's been a couple <laughs> of jump scare parts, but sure. she's definitely braver than me. Um, she's enjoying it, though. And when I came up uh, to, to, to call you, uh, she was only like an hour away from the end of the game. Oh, really? She's quite decently far. Yeah. And uh, enjoying it. I mean, she says it's definitely like intense. Like that's sure. the word she uses. It's intense. It is but, very intense. Yeah. But no, she's not finding it as creepy as I do. But, that's but she's liking it though, which is cool. Yeah. So maybe you'll have to do a, a nice family movie night. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny with the the Blair Witch movie? It's it's one of those horror movies that doesn't really show much. It's, it's no, in your it head. it does not. Mm-hmm. And um, so... I think those are if I if I do watch a horror movie, that's the kind of horror movie I like to watch. Like, you sure. know, like the what was the one that just came out uh, where everyone had to be quiet? Uh, a Quiet Place. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, again, that's it's this creepy movie. It's scary because you saw that. You did see that. Yeah, right? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not really like it's not like a horror where it's like uh, no, it's like gonna... a it's more psychological. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't I don't mind and those. As that much. movie was very good. Yeah, I should watch that again. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I, I feel like, because uh, a couple of years ago, they did like a sort of reboot of Blair Witch. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it was kind of. That. What's, you didn't know that? No. Well, it was kind of cool in its marketing as well, because until a few weeks, I think a few weeks before, and even like it came out in like September. Mm-hmm. And when I was at Comic Con in July, uh, Lionsgate was marketing it at that point as a movie just called, it was just called The Forest. Mm. Uh, and so it was not tied to Blair Witch at all. And then all of a sudden they revealed that it was this new Blair Witch movie type thing. And, and I remember liking it and I remember liking it be, you know, it felt much more modern. And I think it was kind, if I remember correctly, it didn't feel, it wasn't as memorable, obviously, because I don't really remember it, but. <laughs> <laughs> the I feel like it was a mix of like the found footage, but also just a traditional, mm-hmm. um, like traditionally shot film. And I feel like it, walking out of it, I liked it. But its main issue is that it just showed too much, too too much, too often. Like I right. think you do see some of these creatures, um, sort which of is different than to... the first one. And I think that's what makes the first one kind of cool is that it you For don't sure. see much in the game in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. And it's, and like, like, like I said earlier in the game, it's always, it is like the fear of what I might be walking into. It feels scarier than, than mm-hmm. when the things actually happen. Like, yeah. I'm just tense the whole time and then something happens and you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Exactly. But, but walking into it in the first place is, is so hard to do type thing. Yeah. So there you go. That's probably one of the, have you played a scarier game before? Like, is there scarier games than that? Yeah. I, it's, it's tough because I feel like, like I, I guess some of the, like, the Resident Evil games can get kind of intense and stuff. Yeah, the Resident Evil Seven with PlayStation VR uh, yeah. is terrifying. Um, oh, I don't. don't and know like, I've not finished it, and I don't know if I would be able to. Really? Type thing. It's so scary. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to get you to play it at some point because <laughs> yeah. it's it's so good. And but and then it's tough. From there, it's tough because I feel like there's not a a ton of like recent horror games. Yeah, I'm, that's no. Mm-hmm. There's lots. There's probably lots. But like, they, I, when I think of the games that really scared me, it was stuff like the early Silent Hill games and stuff like that. Right. But I was also 12 years old, and you know they're so dated now that I don't think that they would be as as effective. Um, right. So it makes it hard to kind of compare in that regard. But but it, this would this would be up there for sure. I think. But yeah, I think that's probably Resident Evil Seven is probably the scariest. Wow. Well. Well, it was. I'm. I'm glad I played, but it was. <laughs> I'm glad you played too. I'm yeah. glad you're scared. I was. Uh, cool mission yeah. accomplished. I'm not disappointed now. No, good. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about Blair Witch or? 
I don't think so. I think we covered all the yeah. key points, the uh, pros and cons and stuff. Those uh, those damned leaf tornadoes. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It's so funny yeah. to me. Yeah, you, you're not gonna think you're not gonna think about those the next time you're uh, you know walking through a pile of leaves. You're not gonna be like, no. what if those things are <laughs> well, here? I probably will now. Yeah. Cool. Well, then, if that is it for that, I'm gonna go ahead and draw the game for the next episode. Great. And so it looks like next episode uh, we will be playing Middle Earth Shadow of War. Hmm. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I played a bit of the first one. Um, oh. It is a the first one is it's basically like a Lord of the Rings Assassin's Creed type game. Uh, it had cool combat, and that's all I really remember. Hmm. I did not play it for very long. Cool. Yeah, it was one of those games where it's like I'm going to buy this for seventy dollars because it looks very cool, and then I played for five hours and something else came out. So <laughs> it was very much. You've not of those. been buying a lot of games lately. Oh my god! You I... just brought up with me that you bought a game, and it was a it was a big deal. Yes, yes. So so as we record this, it's mid September right now, uh, and. I, yeah, I texted you the other day because I was at the store and I was like, I'm buying a video game and it feels so weird uh, because, you know, pretty much all of what I've been playing is stuff from Xbox Game Pass and yeah. there's not, I, I feel like it's been a while since there's been any like big exclusives, you know, Sony's had a pretty quiet year. I can't think, yeah, I can't think of really the last game that I bought, bought until Borderlands 3 came out and I picked that up and it runs terribly right now. So I hope that oh, they really? fix that soon. <laughs> Well, I was playing, you know, Michaela thinks that it's pretty cool. And so we we're playing, trying to play some split screen because thankfully it has split screen. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Gears 5, we tried a, a little bit of some, one of the multiplayer modes on that. And the split screen works phenomenally. And you can even play three player split screen. Wow. Uh but on this game, it's like if one of the players opens a menu, the other player can't really play. And like oh, certain elements of the interface like cut into what the other person is doing. And when oh, you're actually in a firefight, it's like every time an enemy dies, for, yeah. like if there's more than a few enemies around, it like freezes and locks up for like a second. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting that it got out in that shape, but I, I don't know. I'm sure mm. there'll be a patch soon, but I don't know how much time I'll put into it until then. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool to have such a, I mean, there's, a, we, you touched on it earlier. There's so many TV shows and games to play right now. <laughs> yes, there are. It's ne- there's never been more. Um, no, it's crazy how much content there is. It's crazy how much. And now we've got, you know, Apple has just recently launched their Apple arcade service. Yep. Which um, is a and whole we, bunch of other games. I didn't tell you we were going to talk about this because uh, I just thought of it. But, you know, we're going to start a new podcast <laughs> yep. on the Geekscape Network uh, called Let's Play Arcade. And uh, it's going to be – it's kind of – I mean, it's kind of like a sister show almost to this in that yep. it is a very similar formula. Um, I've just really enjoyed this formula, and I really hate making choices. And so those two things, <laughs> you know, matched up very, very well. Uh, and I very much enjoyed talking to you as well. So we're going to be doing just me and you every yep. other week. And we're going to be playing a randomly drawn game from the Apple Arcade service. Yeah, and also – you know, we, we like to chat and we've kind of talked about how, like, you know, before this episode recorded, we were talking about making a turkey for the first time and how hard it was. And, and you're, you have a turkey in your oven in right oven now right that's going to be yep. half burnt and half frozen when you serve it. And I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. But, <laughs> but, you know, we just have these weird conversations. So we'll have a bit of an after show. Uh, we're throwing around some ideas like now that neither of us really know anything about beer, but yep. let's, what if we reviewed a random beer on the podcast as well? Yep. Um, just kind of all this, all these little things. But I'm, 
I'm really excited for it. And I would guess that the first episode should be dropping around, uh, now. Probably around now, if not a little bit before. So yeah, if you are interested in that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested. You know, we haven't started making it yet because the service, as we record this, came out yesterday. <laughs> well, that's actually early release too. It's not even technically out yet. And it's an early release. Yeah. And it's an early release. I'm, in, I'm super interested because I feel like looking through the games right now, there it's a lot more varied than I thought it would be, yes. but it's also like, you know, when there, there are a lot of experiences that seem like they look bigger, but there's also a lot of experiences that seem like they're tiny little mobile games. Yeah. And so how do we make talking about Frogger interesting? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> that's find, why it's we nice to add on uh, some <laughs> yeah, extra yeah. stuff. But I, I'm very excited because the beauty of Apple's arcade service is it's like, it's like Game Pass, which is amazing, except you can play it on your phone. So mm-hmm. I have lots of travel time with work and stuff like that. Totally, so yeah. it's going to give uh, me a lot more opportunity to to play new games and totally. uh, the games like lunch look breaks or a lot. Yeah, exactly. And the games look a lot better than I anticipated. Um, yeah, I was pretty nervous there when the keynote, the demo they gave was for. Oh, it was bad. I was like, shit, we're making a podcast and we're going to review games. I was like, we're not going to make this podcast because uh, (laughs) it's not going to work. Like, it seems rough. No, but now that they've uh, opened the doors so we can see the actual catalog, there is a lot of really good games. And my kids are already playing it and they're super loving it. And so I'm, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Well, and even like like Michaela, I was watching her play this uh, one of the games on there, and it was like it just felt like like she was playing, and she you know she died or something, and she tried mm-hmm. again, and she died, and she tried again, and I was like you know like in if it was another game you had downloaded for free by now, it'd be like hey wait half an hour or pay us a dollar oh, to continue yeah. from here, and the fact that you could just keep going and keep playing it was fantastic because none of these games on Apple Arcade they don't have in-app purchases like everything is just unlockable in the game, they don't have ads like it is just a full experience and that felt that feels so refreshing yeah and i feel like apple has done a good job of like you know they added controller support with the xbox and playstation controller and the fact that this is all coming together there it's i don't know it's actually looking very good so i'm I'm stoked to and it's an insane deal like like here in canada uh it's six dollars a month and and it supports apple's family sharing so right now you Mm -hmm. it's like you your kids and your fiance all for the same six dollars like you guys are paying a dollar each for this like it doesn't make any sense it's it's crazy um and they're loving it already like uh they they can't get over how great it was and i hyped them up as it was coming out and so like when it finally was available they were just like literally like screamed because they're stoked to (laughs) to get on there and and try it out so yeah i'm stoked to do the podcast with you i think it's going to be a bit more of a relaxed format because it'll always be you and i and and -hmm. we're best friends and we it is true that we always have these kind of hilarious conversations before you and i actually start Mm -hmm. recording um and uh, so I, I'm stoked to incorporate that all into a, yeah, totally. a, a new a new podcast. Yep. Yeah, me too. So yeah, so with that, uh, yeah, look for Let's Play Arcade wherever you get your podcasts. It should be live there now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for Xbox Game Passengers, I think that is another week. Cool. So uh, yeah, thank you again so much for joining me. I'm really glad that you played the game and enjoyed the game. And, me too. And, uh, you know, ne- now... Maybe you'll go see a horror movie. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Or you now, or now you're like your quota for like the life is up, and you'll avoid <laughs> this, them even more year readily now. Yeah, this yeah, year yeah. at least. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, so I will be back in just two short weeks with uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of War, and uh, yeah, until then, you know, 
This is Xbox Game Passengers. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us and uh, anything you can do to get us out there, whether that is a, you know, a five star on Apple Podcasts or a uh, actual written review, if you really, really care. Uh, and the thing I would love for you to do the most, though, is share it with a single friend because, uh, you know, the more more of this can get out there, the better. And uh, we're not going anywhere. We're having a blast making it. So much of a blast. We have to do another podcast, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is Xbox Game Passengers, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.